Welcome back and joining us with his analysis of what's playing itself out in the market scene is Percy Matebola from Essential Capital. A happy Friday to you, Percy. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Good afternoon to the viewers at home as well. All right. It's uh, green screens in Europe, green screens here at home. It's also the last day of trade for the third quarter. Uh, let's talk about uh, what investors are contending with uh, this afternoon. Yeah, I mean, quarter end has brought some relief to the JSC. Uh, it's been a tough few months for local equities. I mean, I think I was just looking at uh, stats there. I think the JSC is down about 3% uh, over the past three months. So it's been really, really tough. So the green screens on, our, on, our, on the screen today are really a welcome relief. Uh, I think bond yields just globally overnight have come lower. I think helping lift sentiment across global markets, equity markets. And I think that's what's obviously lifted us as well here locally. Um, nine out of the 11 sectors on the main uh, JSC board are trading in the green. Um, I mean, the sectors that are leading the charge are uh, consumer discretionary and telecom stocks. Um, industrials and healthcare stocks, unfortunately, are carrying the wooden spoon today. They're trading in the red. Uh, but metal price is also trading with good momentum, obviously lifting the miners into the green there. And I think that's what's helping generally the JSC obviously trade well into the green. Um, oil has taken a breather from its recent rise. I mean, a barrel of oil will cost you about $95 a barrel at the moment. Uh, not great news for SA consumers because it is looking like we're going to get a petrol price increase next week. That will be the third consecutive month. Um, it is absolutely bad news for SA consumers. I mean, that uh, coupled with the interest rate hikes on the other side has been really, really bad. Uh, but uh, on, the good, on a good note, though, the rand is trading firmer. It's stronger by about a percent with the U.S. dollar. So going forward, I guess uh, maybe we can get some relief there on the on the under recovery on the on the petrol price uh, going forward, as long as the rand obviously stays strong. So, but um, all in the green, uh, all looking good for quarter end. At least the JSC is going to end on the strong footing. But it's also some good news today is that Eurozone inflation, I think much to the relief uh, of those affected by that. We've seen it at its lowest uh, since October of 2021. Let's talk about that region. I'm sure, uh, you know, after the pause we saw uh, last time, I think they paused with their rates. Um, they must be just welcoming uh, this relief. Yes, uh, it is. Um, definitely at 4.3%, uh, still well above the 2% target. Um, so it is still grossly, grossly above that, but it will be welcome relief um, that um, obviously inflation is slowing over there. Um, obviously, they did pause in their last meeting, but I do think later on in the year we might see another interest rate hike. Um, but just um, inflation as a whole, I think globally has come off. But I think in the U.S., I mean, uh, they're much lower than where the Eurozone is. I think they're around 3%. Um, so the Eurozone is still at 4.3%, so still considerably high. Uh, but it would be welcome relief, of course, going into the winter months there in Europe as well. So it does stem uh, good news on the interest rate front. It does mean that the central bank will obviously slow down interest rate hikes going forward. So it is good news for Europe as a whole. And I think that's also why we see markets trade well in the green in Europe and across um, uh, the globe as well. I'm sorry, Percy. I'm happy to see our resources in the green today with more uh, strange news coming out of Evergrande in China. Uh, of course, uh, you know, they have been suspended uh, in, 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 um, in Hong Kong. Their shares, they have been suspended. But now we're hearing of uh, financial uh, crimes within that company. Are we at a point uh, where we can say that South Africa has, has properly priced in um, all of the downturn in China um, and that at this point we're, you know, we're just done reacting to these news on a day-to-day -day basis? 
Look, I mean, China is a very big deal in our market, of course. I mean, obviously, us being an exporter of commodities. And all these stories, obviously, in the property market over there have really, really, really hurt our, property, uh, our, our resource counters here locally. So as long as they um, consult out this issue with the property sector at, at the moment, I mean, obviously creating demand, I think we're going to continue to have a problem. And it looks like it's a knock-on effect. I mean, it was Evergrande, and then um, there was um, obviously another property company as well that was in, 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 um, in trouble a couple of months ago as well. So it looks like it's a sector-based thing, and it, it really is spreading out to the rest of the globe. So I think at this moment in time, we really need regulators in China to step in to try and support these property companies to try and alleviate the pressure of the rest of the world. And as long as you don't see that, I think we are going to continue to battle here in South Africa as well, because they are a big market for our, our, our miners. So as long as the regulators in China are still sitting on the sidelines and not stepping in to come and save these property companies, I think we're going to have an issue. But hopefully what's happening with Evergrande now and what's happening in the property sector does wake some, some regulators up in China to step in uh, to try and support that property sector. But as long as that continues, I think you're going to see a knock-on effect, and especially for our markets, especially for our resource counters, they're going to continue to be under pressure. Well, that's rather unfortunate, Percy. Let's talk ascendance now. Uh, they've gone on to say that a delisting really is on the cards for them. Keen to get your thoughts on this. I think earlier this week we would have heard news of the possibility of a company owned by the CEO uh, coming to acquire the, acquire the company. I'm wondering if it is a related party transaction, um, if there's anything uh, that you're uh, flagging there. And also another delisting from the JSE with uh, the company saying that they just can't turn themselves around while still having to um, adhere to existing requirements. No, of course. I mean, they've had troubles for the past few years now. I think it's been five years ongoing. Um, I think it is about time. I think take the company off uh, the main board um, so they can deal with the internal situations. I think it's a good move, uh, quite frankly. I mean, I think the stock is trading at about 80 cents um, at the moment um, on the JSC. There is no point in this thing um, at that price in any case. There's not much interest from investors uh, in the stock. It's been pretty much a retail, retail traded stock um, for the past few years. So I think it is a good move by management to take it off the main board to sort out the issues and later on obviously come back. Because of the JC requirements and regulations being so stringent, of course you have to report um, every six months. I think it is troublesome for the company to adhere to all those requirements. So I think it is a very good move for management to do that. The transaction in itself, does sound um, a bit suspect to me. Um, obviously, management, it, it seems like it's a management buyout more than anything. Um, at what price are you going to pay shareholders currently? I think that also will also be discussed going forward. Look, uh, I mean, I need to look forward, I need to look more into this, uh, but the transaction in itself to me does sound a bit dubious. It does look like the current shareholders are going to get shorthanded uh, by the current management at Ascenders. So, but I do think the move by the company to go off the main uh, the main board of the JSC is a good move. Now, Percy, I'll get your stock pick in a bit, but first, I'd like us to reflect on some counters that have found favour with your industry peers. They've taken some bold steps, and I think they'll continue doing so. They're cautious, but I think they'll continue doing so. I think we should see quite a meaningful improvement in their performances part going forward as they refocus on South Africa. An oldie but a goodie. I've, I've talked about LVMH before, luxury goods company. Uh, served portfolios well over the course of last year. But, uh, you know, with China not really taking off 
as expected this year, a lot of the luxury goods companies have uh, have pulled back. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's an opportunity, you know, maybe even with the rest of the market with the pullbacks to look f to pick up those stocks that you really um, have missed out on because they've been too expensive. So the likes of Hermes and LVMH, um, probably LVMH our top pick um, in that luxury goods space. So I think use the opportunity of the recent weakness to, to start picking some up. Mm. Pick Nusper. So uh, why now? I guess uh, because it's always been out there. Is really we're seeing a change in, of the guard, and I think what we're moving to is uh, with the departure of uh, Bob Van Dyke. Um, and a new CEO, if it becomes permanent, the current appointment, uh, really the value realization strategy continuing and possibly accelerating. So that discount that has persisted for so long and has bothered all of us, I think over the next three to five years, we can see it uh, coming down. 10 cents also at a sort of a low point. So it's a good entry point uh, and it remains a quality rand hedge. All right, Percy, we've got SPA, we've got LVMH, and we've got NASPAS. Let's hear your thoughts on some of these counters. Yeah, SPA, uh, I mean, um, it looks like they are divorcing the Poland uh, um, um, uh, operations. Uh, and I hear they're also uh, looking into, obviously, divorcing the Switzerland operations as well. Um, that will become a more South African-based business, and it's a very good business locally. Um, so I think when they are South African-focused, uh, I think the business can really drive forward. So I really do like that one as well. Um, the other two, LVMH and Naspers, um, both a China recovery story. As long as China recovers, and obviously next week are the Chinese holidays, um, I hear a lot of commentary about uh, big spending coming through from consumers next week. I do think um, LVMH and Naspers will definitely recover with the consumer spending returning in the Chinese market. So I do think both of those are also very, very good counters. So all three today, I would definitely be a buyer. Spa, LVMH and Naspers, I think are very good counters for shareholders to definitely be holding. And which counter are you going with today, Percy? I, with the, the Northern Hemisphere going into, obviously, the winter months, uh, we have an, uh, oil prices where they are and gas prices. I think Xaro is a very good pick. Uh, I think coal is going to become very front and center going into the winter months in the Northern Hemisphere. And I think they're very well placed um, at the moment. And I think we've sorted out our issues at Transnet. We can now get, obviously, um, our commodities out there. I think Xaro will do well over the next few months. So I think if investors are looking for a counter to obviously um, get into this global energy trade, I think Xara is a good one to buy. Well, Percy, it's been a pleasure catching up with you this Friday afternoon. Thank you so much for your time and insights. That was your Midday Markets Update with Percy Matibola from Essential Capital.